I'm the fantasy pharmacist, and I'm prescribing you championships. Happy opening day of the NFL regular season. You are listening to The Fantasy Pharmacist, and today I'm going to be discussing the opening game tonight between the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs. I was not expecting the podcast to be on a streaming service as quickly as it was. Shout out Spotify for getting it up within 24 hours. That's pretty awesome. Um, So I'm going to interrupt the divisional breakdowns and things to talk about this game because it's here and you can listen to it so um let's just dive in really quickly uh oh i guess actually really quick since we are now able to stream the podcast which i'm super excited about go ahead and give me a follow if you want on twitter at uh, fantasy pharma again that twitter handle is at fantasy pharma p-h-a-r-m-a i'll be posting the hopefully two podcasts there shortly and then as well as my player rankings this season i'll try to get all of this in as soon as i can so you can start looking at all of that and seeing who i like this year but let's get right into the game tonight how about this freaking game we have been waiting months and months for the nfl i mean any given year this day is already one of the best days of the year other than maybe like the first draft of the year or maybe you have one league that you really really care about and that's the draft that always gets you excited for fantasy but there's always usually one thing that really marks the beginning of the season to me it's obviously the opening game it is so excited and not only is it you know covid and and we've all been needing to look forward to things anyway this year But we get to see none other than Patrick Mahomes versus Deshaun Watson in the first game of the season. Oh my gosh. Yes! This is going to be so fun. Um, So I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Both of these defenses are pretty bad. I think the Texans' defense gets a little bit worse of a rep than... uh, they really deserve i think they have a lot of skilled players you can say what they what you will about the defensive schemes and being able to use those players well um and they are going against the kansas city chiefs so that's all very relative it's not like they have a very good defense um i don't really have their secondary or their front seven in the top half of the league i kind of have their defense in the top half of the league but really i think they're just a very average defense And I think Kansas City is going to take advantage of them left and right tonight. So we'll get into the outcome of the game later. But just to talk about these two teams really quickly, the Kansas City Chiefs have, I'll do a very quick run through of of the team structure so you have an idea of the things to look for this game. Their offensive line is not that great. Um, I think it's one of the bottom half in the leagues. It's kind of between... 15 and 25 somewhere in there but when you have Patrick Mahomes at your quarterback you can kind of make up for the well make up for that deficiency because he's getting the ball out quick he's getting it out accurate and especially he can move around he's mobile um the interesting thing though they have a very great right tackle in Schwartz but the left side of the line 
is not the strongest, and that is where the Houston pass rush is greatest on the Houston defensive right side of the line. So their right side of the line, of course, led by J.J. Watt, um, should absolutely dominate, I think, Kansas left side of the line. They're going to need to double-team him. They probably are going to need their fullback in, Sherman, to chip him here and there. Uh, especially with their lack of running back experience. I don't know how comfortable Andy Reid is going to be sending out uh, the just one running back in the backfield to help protect against Mahomes. It's not like the Houston Texans pass rush is going to be what it quite was in past years. They lost DJ Reader on the defensive line who ate up a lot of those interior blocking, which allowed Watt to get more one-on-one pressure situations but I think Kansas should have a fairly easy time getting double teams on him so I'm really curious to see if Andy Reid can kind of out coach in the deficiency of his offensive line against this pass rush that shouldn't be quite the pass rush that we are familiar with the Texans Um, you know there's no Clowney there's no DJ Reader there's there's none of that so I think that Kansas should have, even though I'm not a huge fan of their offensive line, I think they should keep the pass rush at bay well enough. Um, and it's not like Mahomes needs that needs that much time anyway, generally. But also this Houston Texans secondary is not the best. They have two pretty decent cornerbacks, one pretty solid one. Um, and then their safeties are again... Nothing to bat an eye at, but nothing that's really winning you a game. I do think Kansas is going to be taking advantage of this backfield, or sorry, this secondary. It's Kansas. I mean, they have Tyreek Hill. They've got Kelsey. They've got Hardman, Watkins, Demarcus Robinson. They're getting the ball downfield, not to mention Clyde. Um, And the interesting thing about the running game for the Kansas City Chiefs is that the Houston is a little bit weaker on the right side of their or sorry the left side of their defensive line and that's where Kansas's strength is in the line so I think the things to watch at the line battles is if Kansas City can run the ball I think they're going to have success running the ball to the right really well um and if they're able to keep that pass rush off on the left side on the passing plays I don't think there's a chance that Houston wins this game um so I, again, I think that left side is the thing to really watch when it comes to the pass rush. That'll be interesting. But I also think that the running backs are going to be running through the air. As they say, if Kansas City does this right, if any time that there is uh, some penetration, Mahomes can just scramble away. He can also just dump it off, and Hilaire might just eat. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be dominating in this game, which means I think Clyde is going to see a lot of field time. I think the Chiefs are going to want to see what they have in him. And if there's, I mean, if it's a close game, we might see Williams in more, but I really think they're going to try to give Clyde the oppor- as much opportunity as he can get, and I think they're going to be in a position where they can have him out. So unfortunately... Um, I see him having a very strong game. I think he's just going to dominate. I think he has a decent chance of getting a lot of catches too. Um, So we'll see. This could be a very fun debut game for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Kelsey, I think, is also going to crush this game against Houston. Now, he is a little banged up, so I'm very curious to see if that's actually affecting him or or what that even means. Um, 
But Houston's weakness is probably in their defense. They they have a very weird defense, um, or a tricky one to predict how it's going to be. Defenses always are every year, but especially this year they have. Um, you know, some some defenses it's pretty easy. Like all of their strength lies in the secondary, or specifically the cornerbacks, or maybe just the defensive line, or just the linebackers. Whatever they kind of have skilled positions spread out, which is what I like having in a defense. I think as long as you have good players all over, that's much better than having a couple stars here and there. Um, so I think it's really if if Kansas does this right, I think it really just depends on who's open that play. And I think on any given play, there's going to be well, on any given play, somebody's open almost always. But I think uh, Mahomes is just going to have a fun time picking and choosing which guy he wants to throw it to. I think there should be a pretty obvious open receiver on almost every play. And I think he's going to have the time for his receivers to get open and then deliver an accurate pass. Again, I don't think the pass rush is going to be quite what we thought it or what we're used to from Houston. So going on to the other side of the ball, when Houston has the ball, um, oh yeah, and of course Tyreek Hill. Um, you know he's going to take the top off. They don't have great secondaries either. So if Hill can beat his man, he's going to feast tonight. Uh, I have Hill as my third ranked tight or tight end wide receiver in the league. So I think I mean I just have a huge game for every single uh, Chiefs player. At least Hill, Kelsey, Alaire, Mahomes. That's no surprise to anybody. Um, even Hardman or Sammy Watkins can dominate as well. I mean, just uh, it's so hard to predict who is going to do well in Kansas City. And it's really hard to not just say everyone because it seems like they all have the opportunity to. That's why everybody wants a piece of this offense. Um, so we'll see. But again, I, I do think that most of the damage is going to come somewhere around the middle of the field. So I think Kelsey... Um, Watkins maybe even work in the middle of the field. He's not a bad play if you're playing like daily fantasy or anything. Um, yeah, so when Houston has the ball, uh, they are going to have a little bit tougher time moving the ball, not because Kansas's defense is that great, but just because their offense is not what it was. And they also have so many new pieces. Um, and we've seen that that's not that great. I also am giving a heavy coaching uh, advantage to Kansas Andy Reid and Bill O'Brien are like <laughs> two complete opposite sides of the spectrum to me as far as coaching ability. Um, so also just keep that in mind. I do think that Houston has enough pieces to move the ball, but I really just don't trust um, their offensive line. They've never really had a good offensive line though, and this is potentially going to be my most revealing flaw in this amateur fantasy analysis i put so much uh so much weight on the offensive lines and when you have a mobile quarterback like deshaun watson and mahomes they really can over and uh, russell wilson specifically i have i have a tough time having those players ranked higher because of the poor offensive line, but they always seem to deliver without it. So maybe that'll be a lesson I learned this year. Um, but either way, without Brandon Cooks, I think Brandon Cooks would have been a huge, huge key to have in this game. Kansas's uh, defense lies in two main parts, really. They have a pretty good defensive line. Their defensive line is going to be a little bit worse than it was last year. 
potentially because they did lose Ogba coming off the edge. But they do have it's a pretty deep. They've had some they've had some good players for a couple of years now. They've been developing, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's just as good. But I do think it'll be a little bit worse. They also lost Kendall Fuller in the offseason, one of their well, arguably their best cornerback. Um, not pretty arguably. He's pretty much their best one. So they don't really have any great cornerback this game. Their best one, Brashad Breland, is not even playing. He's suspended to begin the season. So the, the so the Texans should be able to move the ball. When you've got Deshaun Watson at the helm too, you would think they're going to dominate. I just don't know how much I trust Randall Cobb, shout out UK, uh, in the slot though. He... It's been a while since we've really seen him dominate. Fuller and Stills on the sides are great matchups against those terrible cornerbacks. But what really scares me is the Honey Badger back on the secondary. Uh, oh, I just realized um, when I did a Pittsburgh analysis in the in the first uh, episode, I called Minka Fitzpatrick the Honey Badger. As much as I love Minka Fitzpatrick, he is no Honey Badger. Sorry, that is all time in Matthew for Kansas City Chiefs. Um, he is a danger and a major threat on the defensive side of the ball. You do not want to be throwing anywhere near him. Fortunately for Texas, he's really their only good secondary player. So as long as Texas can buy enough time for Deshaun Watson, or maybe Deshaun Watson can buy enough time for himself to get his receivers, um, and if they have the right play calling where they can get Tyron Matthew on one side of the field or the other, then throw to the other side of the field, I think they should have no problem doing that, and the receivers should be able to get open. It's just, that's a tough game plan to have that be the only successful plays you have, because if they have to throw to Fuller or Stills, or Kiki Kuti down the field anywhere near Matthew. Um, that's almost, well, that's just definitely something you don't want to do. And I don't think that's a way to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. So if they can avoid getting themselves in a situ- situation where they're having to throw downfield and Kansas City can, um, you know, they know that that's what they're going to have to do, then that increases their chances of winning so much more. Obviously, that's for every team, but especially when you're going up against uh, Tyron Matthew. Because if you can get Tyron Matthew out of the equation on defense, they really don't have a good defense at all. I mean, I have them as having one of the worst defenses in the league. Their linebackers should not be very good. They're probably... Well, we shall see. But again, I don't think they're going to be able to provide enough pass rush. The The Kansas City's strength of their defensive line lies in stopping the run and more towards the center of the line than it is on the outside and rushing the quarterback. So I think both of these offenses should be able to move the ball fairly well. And especially, like I said, if Houston can come up with some creative play calling to get Matthew out of the game by either drawing him to one side of the field or maybe just really, really emphasizing the run. Um, And then, you know, hitting them with the play action if Matthew comes down. But I'm not sure how much Houston is going to be able to establish the run because of both A, the game script, I think they're going to be playing from behind, and B, Kansas's strength of the defensive line is stopping the run. And Houston's strength of the defense or of their offensive line is more that left tackle with Laramie Tunsil and definitely not in the middle. So 
I think that the Texans might have some trouble rushing the ball between the tackles. If they can get it outside, uh, David Johnson might be able to, um, you know, if he's the David Johnson we used to know and love, if he can get outside, uh, he should be able to take advantage of Kansas City's weak exterior defense again, weak cornerbacks, weak linebackers, and not the best um, free safety. So... Houston could be able to run the ball fairly well outside, not in the middle, but generally I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball very well. And I think can and but if they can throw through the air like I said, control the clock a little bit more, this game could be close. I just don't see it happening. I see Kansas City scoring on almost every single one of their drives and Houston having to play catch up. So maybe if they they try in the beginning, the first half of the game, but as soon as they get down, they're going to have to start throwing deep. Matthew gets more involved in the defense, and things start to go south for Houston very quickly. And I don't really think they can recover. As much as I, you know, Fuller is a good talent, Stills is great, Randall Cobb has some ability in there somewhere. Um, I just don't know if I see it happening for them. Especially in Darren Fells at their tight end, he could have a pretty big game. Um, Again, the Kansas City's linebackers are not very great, so if Fells gets behind him and gets open, that'd be awesome for them. That'd be a huge piece for them to use. But again, long story short, I think Kansas City is just going to dominate. I have the game in the line for the game is Kansas City minus nine. I'm taking that all day long. Please, please, please. Uh, I think they're going to win easily by two touchdowns. The over-under is at 53, 53 and a half. That's a hard, that's a very hard over to beat. Uh, right before I started recording, I was looking at it and I was like, oh yeah, of course it's going over. And then I just kept thinking about it more and more. And I was like, you know, Houston's defense is a lot better than I thought. And it matches up fairly well against this Kansas City offense. So I was like, you know what? I don't think that the over is going to happen. But then I realized it's the opening day of the NFL and no way am I going to take the under because that is so boring. So I'm taking the over all day long. Kansas City Chiefs, I think they're going to be winning by uh, at least two touchdowns, like I said. I think 35-21 to 21, Kansas City. I wouldn't even be surprised if it's 38. They get down there for another six-possession score. Um, I, I do think they won't have trouble in the red zone. The, the play calling is just so creative and I would think that the Super Bowl champions are still very hungry and they want to show the rest of the league that they are not going to sit on their laurels and take this season lightly. So I'm so, so excited for this game. I can't believe we get to watch these two quarterbacks. That's the crazy thing is that Deshaun could win still. Like we've seen Deshaun pull wins out of nowhere just off his ability, like Russell Wilson does, like Mahomes does, like Drew Brees, you know, He's just a winner, and I'm so, so excited for this game. I know you are too. Um, hopefully, I can get this out before uh, the game tonight. And again, if you want, go ahead and follow me on on Twitter, at the Fantasy Pharma, or sorry, not the, at Fantasy Pharma, at Fantasy Pharma, P-H-A-R-M-A. I don't really have much on there, but I'm going to get both the initial first two podcasts up. A lot of podcasts will be following either later today or... Or maybe Friday, I'm going to go play some golf very poorly. And 
I'm just so excited. I know you are too. Let's get it! Alright. Peace out.